Welcome friends, I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for July 22, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 to 20. Develop a virtuous ethic. Jesus said, Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. New Living Translation God has always been concerned for ethical virtue, and Jesus was always careful to take that ethic and help others identify it and apply it. Virtuous ethics was well known in the ancient world, especially thanks to the Greeks and specifically Aristotle, who espoused that a person's character is the determinative factor in discerning the extent to which that person is a good person. For Aristotle, ethics includes moral virtues such as courage, temperance, compassion, generosity, honesty, and justice. The person in whom these moral virtues are to be found as steadfast dispositions can be relied on to exhibit a good character, and therefore that person is able to make morally correct actions in their moral decision-making situations. For Jesus, religious legalism was a clear outward sign of the lack of inward moral virtue. Bad religion was a result of bad character. Therefore, everyone ought to beware of the religious leaders who exhibited stifling religious legalism. Nothing can choke the heart and soul out of a person's true spirituality and hinder the development of virtue like the legalist who teaches a precise extra-biblical list of do's and don'ts. For many folks, it seems easier to live by the list than to pursue the harder road of developing the character qualities needed for a solid and virtuous religious ethic. Christian discipleship involves growing into spiritual maturity and allowing a seasoned character to shape how we make decisions. To do so, we must patiently and consistently follow in the way of Jesus, which is the way of grace and of life. Today's Gospel lesson is Christ's conclusion to his Sermon on the Mount. It's a sermon that sets forth the values of God's kingdom and devalues the core of legalistic thought. I define legalism as a compulsion to spell out in great detail how everyone is to live a godly life, purposely going beyond the stated commands of Holy Scripture so that all persons can know exactly what they are supposed to do <clears throat> in any given situation. 
The problem with this approach to the Christian life is that godliness is merely an outward expression of our ability to hold to the list. It really has nothing to do with cultivating a virtuous ethic of life. The legalistic way of life and religion feeds human pride and boasting. It goes against the inner heart values of humility and meekness in Christ's Beatitudes. The teaching of Jesus ends up getting lost in trying to do everything right or perfect. Jesus, through the Sermon on the Mount, led the crowd to a point of decision, letting them know they are at a crossroads. There are two alternatives. Choose the way of life as expressed in Christ's teaching, or else choose the way of destruction through the legalistic list. In order to press the crowd toward the necessity of choosing wisely, Jesus used metaphors to make his point. False teaching in the form of legalism is like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Be wary of people who seem pious and sincere, yet who do not quite pass the smell test. After all, Satan himself, the Apostle Paul once said, masquerades as an angel of light, appearing righteous, yet is intent on deceiving many. So how do we recognize a wolf who spiritually and emotionally devours people and has no intention of helping but harming? Jesus said, look at the fruit of the tree. That's the second metaphor. Jesus is the good tree. Christ advocates for a searching of the heart. This leads to the result of righteous fruit. The bad tree is also seen by its fruit. Anyone who fails to live the Beatitudes of Jesus will be seen by the rotten fruit of boasting and pride. False teachers tend to believe they are above others. After all, they are experts at keeping the list of do's and don'ts. Yet a false disciple will always be shown by their profound lack of grace, gentleness, genuine humility. They inevitably advocate for holding to their brand of religion and keeping the unscriptural list. The absence of true righteousness and justice in their lives eventually results in their being cut down and thrown into the fire. For Jesus, there is no riding the fence between the two alternatives presented, and it's a matter for him of life and death. The way of Jesus leads to life, good fruit, entrance into the kingdom of heaven, and stability. The other alternative ends in destruction, bad fruit and fire, exclusion from the kingdom, and being ruined. The sobering reality of Christ's teaching is that many people can be deceived with a devil's bargain. Take the nice, handy, legalistic list, and you will become godly. Here are 12 principles to change your life. Follow these rules, pray this prayer, give your money to this, and all will be well. It is, however, and in reality, a highway to the grave. The false teacher proclaims himself a, quote-unquote, fruit inspector, and then goes on to judge everyone by his own contrived legalistic list. <clears throat> so then there is a need to repent of religious lists, political agenda agendas, and teachings which ignore and demean Christ's Sermon on the Mount. One of the telltale signs of holding to a conjured list 
is when we are not honest with one another about our struggles. The bald fact of list living is that we cannot fulfill it. So when we know we are not measuring up to the list, the temptation is to keep up appearances as if we are doing just fine. List living eschews showing any weakness or imperfection. We say things to ourselves like, I can't admit my sin to anyone because the list pronounces me a failure if I do. I can't enter into a deep and prolonged grief over my loss because the list says I need to be strong. I can't profess my doubts about God because the list says if I doubt, I'm not a real Christian. My response and recommendation to legalistic list living is this, to hell with the list. Instead, give praise to Jesus Christ who has given us the way of grace. For it is grace which transforms hearts, turns lives around, and provides genuine joy and satisfaction. If grace is not the answer, we're not asking the right question. The tree of life has an abundant supply of gracious fruit. The greatest anti-legalistic prayer we can pray is the tried and true ancient prayer of the church. Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Amen.